Thank you for listening to the Shakespeare and Company podcast with me, Adam Miles, recorded in our writer's studio just above the bookshop at Kilometre Zero in Paris. If you enjoy these conversations, there are a few different ways you can support us. First of all, you can leave a rating right now in whatever podcast app you're using. The more ratings we get, the more likely it is that people will discover us. It only takes a few seconds and can really help spread the word. You can also buy books, gifts and apparel from our online store, shakespeareandcompany.com, where you'll find our popular Year of Reading subscription. 12 books, handpicked by our dedicated booksellers, shipped to you or a loved one, wherever they are in the world. Finally, you can become a friend of Shakespeare and Company by joining the association we set up to get us through a difficult few years. Membership gives you access to exclusive online content, as well as other treats depending on the tier you choose. Find out more at friendsofshakespeareandcompany.com. I'll be back at the end, but until then, sit back and enjoy the Shakespeare and Company podcast. This special podcast is a collaboration with our friends at Archipelago Books, showcasing three of their wonderful poetry titles. If you don't yet know about Archipelago, you should really put that right. They're a brilliant, not-for-profit press specialised in publishing beautiful editions of classic and contemporary world literature. From the Brothers Grimm to Carlo V. Marguerite Duras to Scholastic Mukasonga, you can find their entire collection at archipelagobooks.org. We begin today with Nandana Devsen, reading from Acrobat, translations of poems by her mother, Navanita Devsen. Acrobat is a beautiful collection focused on the intimate yet political experience of womanhood, a book about which the great Gloria Steinem said, I believe that Acrobat will rescue us and be loved around the world. Acrobat by Nabonita Devsen, translated by Nandana Devsen. Madari Bebeche, she kub shundor madari kalajane. Duhate shomoike nie lopalupi, akon, tokon. Dutui nachabe dumutote, hintejabe dorir opore, bebeche. সে সব কিছু পারে জীবনে একবারই শুধু দড়ি কেঁপে ওঠে শি সট শি নিউ অ্যাক্রোব্যাটিক্স রাদার ওয়েল দ্যাট শি কুড জাগল টাইম উইথ বোথ হ্যান্ডস প্লে উইথ দ্য নাও রাইট নেক্সট টু দ্য দেন শি উড মেক বোথ ডান্স শি সট ফেস্ট টু ফেস্ট অ্যান্ড শি উড ক্লাইড সো স্মুথ অ্যালং দ্য টাইট রোপ She thought she could do absolutely anything at all. Only once in your life will the rope shiver. Alphabet Bird When night falls, I search for him. I bring him home. I look him in the eye and I cage language. When day breaks, once again the world wraps around my eyes and off he flies taking each word that alphabet bird the lamp memories on my mother's birthday go to sleep now ma it's way past 11 11 it's still early then but you must go to bed you're teaching tomorrow ma sits in her easy chair Thick glasses perched on her thin nose, pale fingers clutching her magnifying glass, the statesman spread out across her lap. Next to her, on the table, her flask of tea, her medicines, her fragrant beetle leaf in its silver case, 
her brass spittoon, her cash box. Behind her, on the teapoy, an earthen vase filled with her favorite white tube roses, and a wicker table lamp weaved in agotala. Before her, the alarm clock ticking away, her traveling timepiece. As Ma turns the pages of the newspaper, its noisy crackle splinters the quiet night. Closing my book, I come to her. As soon as I step inside, I drown in the deep perfume of those tuberoses. The nurse is dozing in her chair. Ma, please go to sleep now. It's one thirty. One thirty? She scolds. And you're still awake? Don't you have college tomorrow? Swallowing the rebuke, I keep on wheedling. You'll get sick, Ma, if you stay up like this. You must take care of your body. My body. Ma breaks into laughter that sparkles, like jewelry shimmering from head to toe. How much more sick can it get? And what use is my body anyway? I go to her one more time before I sleep. It's two thirty, Ma. Do call it a night. Come, let me take you to your bed. Yes, I'm coming. Just coming. There's only this one tiny bit left. Reading isn't so easy now. You see, <laughs> it's the gift of these cataracts. With a slight smile, embarrassed, apologetic, she buries herself again in printed words. Under the glowing light of the table lamp, with her focus on the magnifying glass, the ticking of the alarm clock fades away. As I walk back to my room, I hear her speaking softly to the nurse. No, no, my dear. Don't turn off the light. Keep that lamp switched on, please. I have just one more page left. Just one more page left. One more paragraph. One more sentence. Give me one more word, dear nurse. Just one more day. Broken home. Once again, you glow on the brink of love. Once again, you're dazzling in heartbreak. Is it for the sake of poetry then that once again you're hunting for pain? Do you break your home just for poetry, time and again? Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Who do you want? That woman. Or me. Within me breathe two people. Make up your mind. Who do you want? That woman, or me? Growing up lesson. Growing up lesson. Boy, are you scared of bloodshed? Are you terrified of plucking virginity? If the taste of blood goes to your head, do you fear that it will be a calamity? The truth is, whether wrong or right, your blood calls out to you each night. Listen, boy, it's time for you to grow. Words can be as fierce, don't you know? The treachery that lingers on tongue tips. Beyond the world that 
all your dreams show, know that blood can be easily shed by lips. Take back the night. Man, in the twilight, I could still hear the lark. Woman, the night was moonless, oppressively dark. Man, in the flowering woods, a night fairy walked. Woman, in the sundarbans, the man-eater stalked. Man, in that fragrant springtime air. Woman, blood-drenched remains lay there. Catch of the day. I want to chop it up, slice it into pieces, grind it into a paste, season it, then shut it in the oven. They didn't win. The sun, the rain, the earth. It's still all raw inside, floundering like a catfish, still alive, freshly caught. My youth. Sometimes love. It comes when called. Like a pet cockatoo, it sits on my finger, fluttering. It sways its neck, fluffs its feathers, swings its crest, and recites its practiced lines, uttering every pleasing word. My lily-white bird repeats to me all that it's been taught and sings best, saying just what I want to hear. It pours honey into my ear. But behind my back, soon after, alone, perched on its base, my lily-white bird clatters its shiny shackles as it cackles with laughter, shedding feathers in empty space. Unspoken, each time you say forever, forever, I only hear today, today. In poetry, stay alive, show yourself clearly, like the unfailing passport photo. Stay awake in every line, you, like an unquenchable thirst. Yes, you, the pain that tears my heart apart. Show yourself clearly, like a flower in full bloom. Don't hide from me, as long as I live in poetry. Jotokal Kobitai Bechi thako, phute thako. Amog passport chobi hoye, prottek line tumi jege thako. Akontho teshtar moto, chati phata jontrona amar phute thako. Lukiye theko na. Jotokal kobitai bachi. Next is Jeffrey Brock reading from Allegria, 
is new translations of the work of Italian poet Giuseppe Ungaretti, who T.S. Eliot called one of the most authentic poets of Western Europe. Through their brief, vaulting strophes, the poems in Allegria transport readers from the gutter to the stars and back again. Levant. The line of haze dies at the far circle of the sky. Clacking of heels, clacking of hands, and the clarinet with its shrill flourishes, and the sea is ashen and trembles gently, swollen with an amorous wave, restless as a pigeon. In the stern, Syrian emigrants dance. In the prow, a man leans against the rail. He seems a shadow. Saturday evenings at this hour, Jews back there carry away their dead, and in the snail shell whirl of alleyways, you see only the tottering of lamps in crepe. They seem to rise as if through murky water, like the racket from the stern that I hear here in the shadow of sleep. Agonia. Morire come le lodole assetate sul meraggio, o come la quaglia passato il mare nei primi cespugli, perché di volare non ha più voglia. Ma non morire di lamento, come un cardellino accecato. Throws. To die like parched larks in a mirage, or like the quail in the first bushes after crossing the sea because it has lost the will to fly. But not to die complaining like a blinded finch. Note di maggio. Il cielo pone in capo e miraetti ghirlandette di lumini. Night in May. The sky puts Garlands of little lights atop the minarets. Chiaroscuro. Even the tombs have vanished. Endless black space dropping from this balcony to the graveyard. He has come looking for me, my Arab friend who killed himself the other evening. Morning again. The tombs come back, crouching in the gloomy green of the last shadows in the murky green of first light. In memoria, si chiamava Mohammed Sheab, discendente di emiri di nomadi, suicida perché non aveva più patria. Amò la Francia e mutò il nome. Fu Marcel, ma non era francese e non sapeva più vivere nella tenda dei suoi dove si ascolta la cantilena del Corano gustando un caffè. E non sapeva sciogliere il canto del suo abbandono. Lo ha accompagnato insieme alla padrona dell'albergo dove abitavamo a Parigi, dal numero 5 della Rue de Carmes a passito vicolo in discesa. Riposa nel camposanto di Ivry, soborgo che pare sempre in una giornata di una decomposta fiera.
e forse io solo so ancora che visse. Lo pizza il 30 settembre 1916. In memory, his name was Mohammed Shab, descendant of nomad emirs, a suicide because he no longer had a homeland. He loved France and changed his name, became Marcel, but wasn't French, and could no longer live in the tent of his people, hearing the lilt of the Koran and sipping coffee, and couldn't release the song of his abandonment. I accompanied him, together with the landlady of the hotel where we lived in Paris, number five, Rue de Cal, dingy, sloping alley. He rests in the graveyard in Ivry, a suburb that feels always like the day the fair gets taken down. And maybe I alone still know he lived. Lokvika September 30th, 1916. Veglia, una intera notata buttato vicino a un compagno massacrato con la sua bocca digrignata volta al plenilunio, con la congestione delle sue mani penetrata nel mio silenzio, ho scritto lettere piene d'amore. Non sono mai stato tanto attaccato alla vita. Cima 4, il 23 dicembre 1915. Vigil. All night long, flung beside a butchered comrade, his teeth bared to the full moon, the bloating of his hands entering my silence, I wrote letters full of love. I have never felt so fastened to life. Peak 4, December 23, 1915. Tonight, a balustrade of breeze tonight to lean my melancholy on. Versa, May 22, 1916. Silence. I know a city that every day fills up with sun and in that moment is snatched away. One evening I left it behind. In my heart the cicadas went on rasping, and from a white railing I saw my city vanish, leaving a brief embrace of lights in the murky air hanging. Mariano, June 27, 1916 Fratelli Di che reggimento siete, fratelli? Parola tremante nella notte come una foglia appena nata. Nell'aria spasimante, involontaria rivolta dell'uomo presente alla sua fragilità. Fratelli. Mariano, il 15 luglio 1916. Brothers. What's your regiment, brothers? Word trembling in the night like a newborn leaf. In the tortured air, the reflexive revolt of a man aware of his own 
fragility. Brothers, Mariano, July 15th, 1916. Once upon a time, the Capucho wood has a green velvet slope, soft as an armchair, to drowse there alone in a distant cafe in a light as faint as this moon's. Elevation 141, August 1st, 1916. Pilgrimage. Hunkering in these bowels of rubble, hour on hour, I have dragged my carcass worn by mud like a boot sole or like a seed of hawthorn. Ungaretti, man of pain, all you need for courage is one mirage. Over there, a searchlight sets a sea into the fog. Lone Tree Gully, August 16th, 1916. San Martino del Carso. Di queste case non è rimasto che qualche brandello di muro. Di tanti che mi corrispondevano non è rimasto neppure tanto ma nel cuore nessuna croce manca. È il mio cuore il paese più straziato. Valoncello dell'albero isolato il 27 agosto 1916 San Martino del Carso Of these houses there remain only a few pieces of wall. Of so many who resembled me, there remains even less. But in my heart, each has a cross. My heart is the most broken country. Lone Tree Gully, August 22nd, 1916. Christmas. I have no desire to plunge into a tangle of streets. I am so bent by weariness. Leave me here, like some thing put in a corner and forgotten. Here to feel nothing but a good heat and to sit with these few loops of smoke from the hearth. Naples, December 26th, 1916. Matina. Mi illumino Dimenso. Santa Maria la Longa, il 26 gennaio 1917. Morning. I'm lit with immensity. Santa Maria la Longa, January 26, 1917. We finish with Katikanaye, reading from her extraordinary Until the Lions, a reworking of the Mahabharata, which centres the voices of women and marginal characters so often overlooked not only by epic poetry but by history itself. Katika is a dear friend of the bookshop and came to record her contribution in our writer's studio. Several of the poems she selected required a second male voice, and for that Katika requested I join her in the reading, a request I gratefully, if shyly, accepted.
Satyavati, two fault lines. Listen, listen, this neither begins nor ends with me. Not such a hate cascading down time, crossing sea and sky and continent. A hate that sails beside friendship, love, so many skiffs. I could not say where it began, perhaps only the stars can. For beginnings come clothed in mist. There are many who will claim to know, Vyasa foremost. But even saintly bards, especially when sons, don't allow tales to travel unadorned. And so I must uncage the quieter lore, let them wander, rags and slander notwithstanding. There may be rhyme, but not much reason, little metre, but both stress and distress. This is not the whole story nor a lyrical history of mankind. It is what I know to be mine, true or nearly so, perhaps not at all at times, for truth is a beast more wayward than time. So listen, listen. Once I learnt there was a king complete with queen, court and kingdom, these not to be heard but seen. One morning... Let's say a rare soft morning in beryl, claret and cream, with the gods at play in some other clime. The king went off to hunt, as kings are wont. He chased and stopped, trapped, shot and killed. Having killed and killed again, littered the land with dead heart and dough, tiger, partridge, even crow. He thought of his wife, his favoured sport and pastime and felt a sudden surge of sperm. Loath to lose a rich future life, into a banyan leaf he came, a leaf he sealed, and bade his falcon carry home to his queen. Perhaps he then killed some more, perhaps he lay down to dream of greater glory. But now we must follow the sperm story. The bird, ambushed by a viler raptor when halfway home, was forced to drop the seed over a snaking silver watercourse. Into the mouth of a thirsting fish it fell, and the next thing we know, nine months on, a fisherman, grizzled but not slow, hauled her onto his bamboo-bottomed coracle, the pregnant, heaving, sperm-eating porpoise. Strange the spectacle he found, slicing her belly into two, Twins, squalling, red-cheeked newborns, and minutes later, a buxom, breathing upsara in place of dead fish. Thrice and hard the naiad kissed him, leaving him a little lovelorn, then winged her way out of that cruel curse, singing out to the fisherman to take the bundle to the king. King and court, however, did not see two bairns, both winsome as honey, noisome as hell. But the crown prince and his stinky, squalling womb warmer, now disposable. Well, boys, said the king, can rule even if they smell like tombs. But I have no use for a girl, unless she can be my consort. No, with daughters, it's safest to abort. 
As a reward for bringing back their prince, the fisherman won a cloudburst of gold, plus the girl child, non-returnable. With two parting caveats, stark and cold, call her Matsyagandhi, the fish-scented one. Take her away, far away, from this land and our son. A princess and half-divine, bred in a fisher shack, severed from a brother who'd never know her name. That destiny was mine. That, and the relentless stench of shame. Hate came easy. Hate came young. Hate for the royal father whose uncaring choice sealed his fate. For a mother who didn't raise her voice. Hate for the loyal foster parent who would praise the king at every meal, sparing me no detail of his lord's largesse, never caring once for, or even noting, a daughter's distress. Hate had the smell of dead mackerel, Hate bore shades of teal. I wore it as unhealing wound. I wore it as seal. I bade my time. Feralide. Two cranes collide. Claws blurring the front lines. Wings vanish the sky. Spouses, lovers... Constancy one, before, before a battle, battle. Grow, grow inwards like, like root and rock. Shed eyes, ears, shed words. Let us speak, your skin to mine. Touch alone scores memory. Touch alone will survive time. Spouses, lovers. Constancy 2. I watch you on days and nights, before a battle. Watch you hold me, hold us, and all else in the orbit of an insatiable gaze. Watch you molt, flesh and feathers. Marrow, muscles, mouth, gills, nephrons, entrails, slough off all organs, till only skin and bone remain, and eyes surge all over, on shoulders and sides, at the base of a spine, on fingertips and knees, in the inlet by your throat. Eyes reappear, one by one, swivelling east, west, and down and up. Now to coral memories. Now to caress, to count. Spouses, lovers, Constancy 5. What more is there to say? We breathe, we act, we live until we die. There will be more. There may always be more. More thought. More hope. 
More prayer, more please. More planets and comets. More orbits for moons. More oceans. With mountains. More scree. More rage in the rivers. More livid fear. More waves, more trees, more lore. More birds, more arms, their feet. More beckoning shores, and yet, and yet. And yet. More is not enough. Never nearly enough to hold this day in the heart of a palm. To lull today to safety to stillness. The time does not snag between our lips. For thought just weighs a syllable. For hope leaves no contrails. For prayers deliquesce, for pleas leave no ashes. For comets care little for you or me. For orbits have no desire, for moons are lighted shadows. For oceans cannot impale red stars. For no mountains could halt today, for rivers will not rise to snare the sun. For trees hurl no branches to tangle the moon. For birds will founder, and arms and legs do tire. For no waves stifle divine decrees. For the lore always lies. For the song must end for this day. This one last day. Before the battle must blaze, white and die. With its colours like ours falling sideways. Shredding dry seas with rain staining indigo earth once again. For night flows like sand, for night catches like wildfire. For this night is a beast, three lungs, two throats, a belly with barbels, but no eyes, nor ears, and never skin. Its throats spewing anthems of unreason. For this night tonight churns living metal, mineral souls, old blood. For the battle begins in the night of our fears. For all that is left. For all that is left to sight, to claim, to own. Is a distant shore of yesterday. All that is left to touch, to trace, to memorise. Is the tattoo of my breath on your brow. For until we die, we live, we love, we kill. And there is little more to say. Excerpts from Padati to the Sun. Pawn talk beneath the music. Late now. Too late, father. Much too late. To retreat, protest, berate. This was never my battle, and I will die for others' vows, and dreams for yet another potentate, and so do a few hundred thousand men. Chests ablaze, a naive, untimely, unremembered bloom of Ashoka flowers. To die forgotten is to die twice. Oblivion, the final demise. We won't survive. No meridians, no memorials, just distance and the dead. To sever, then swallow the horizon. Gorge the sun. It won't be long now, father, before daylight leaves my eyes. I hear night whisper, travelling northward. From the chest, what she thinks, a lullaby, travelling through spine, sinew and nerve, into lung and tongue and skin. Sludge covers my eyes, father, or is that the hue of a chagrined sky? Soon there will be no variance between soil and skin. Both throng me like a shroud, though my flesh scalds, and the soil stings with cold. Memory seeps through torn veins. I begin to unbelong from this self, from you, from the men who were mine, like kin. I used to know, father, used to know 
all my peers. Their voices, their names, she be there, the eye of a javelin caught his, smote him, burst the iris, spurting, dark gold on eager earth. I used to know his name too, the one fallen beside me, an arm crushed to unwilled clay, both legs further, rolled further away, dragged beneath his general's chariot wheels, a blearing claret, the arc of betrayal, on hard ground, and him there with an arrow twined through the ribcage, next to the heart as near, nearer than a lover's beat, Satyajaya Jiva. The names collide, names and tones and functions. Padati, Sarati, Senek, Rati. Remember them for me, Father. The dead all look the same. No tones, no pride, no traits, no whims, no gait to call our own. Save this one where, for we cannot clamour till we are claimed. The names remain our sole archives. Burn our spears, our lances, our shields. But swear you will chant the names of the faceless dead. Like a prayer, Father. And await the day when you no more need righteous warfare, nor heroes. No deadly belief. No divine stairs. No hereafter. No Kurukshetra either. I hope you enjoyed this special episode of the Shakespeare and Company podcast in collaboration with Archipelago Books. Acrobat, Allegria and Until the Lions are all available from the Shakespeare and Company online store. Just look in the show notes for links. I'd like to thank Nandana, Jeffrey and Kartika for their wonderful readings, as well as Emma Raditz at Archipelago for making this collaboration possible. The intro and outro music, as always, is by the uber-talented Alex Fryman. A link to his album Play It Gentle is available in the show notes. Thank you for listening, take care, and see you soon.